For the things we do each day, we humans have always looked for smarter solutions to improve the quality of our lives. When it comes to eating better, Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make it easier than ever before to enjoy a healthy, simple, yet great experience every day. All meals are fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Less expensive than takeout, Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing between 6 or 18 meals per week. You can pause or reschedule anytime. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off. That's code gratitude50 at factor.com gratitude50 to get 50% off. Hi Gratitude Seeker, have you heard of Mood Plus? It's a supplement based on a clinically studied strain of bacteria that promotes mental well-being and stress resilience. Here's what Kelly had to say about it. I'm able to be more patient with my kids and have more clarity to make the many decisions I have to make every day. Find out more about the science behind Mood Plus by going to Mood dash plus.com that's m-u-d dash plus.com and use promo code trymud for a 15% discount or visit the link in the description hey gratitude seeker welcome to episode 59 of the gratitude podcast in Rwanda and Uganda we put in water wells in very remote areas where literally people I mean, we're talking about kids and families who have to walk, whether it's a mile, three miles to get water uh, from wow. where the livestock drink, like it is muddy, murky water. And sometimes it's literally like three inches deep. It's unbelievable. And when we put in these water wells, one well will service about 1500 people. When cool. we go, when we go to do it or 1500 families, when we go to do a dedication, they have the um, the chief of the village come and a lot of the family members and they are there wanting to give us uh, soda, juice, a chicken, all these things that cost them money. And yet they go out and they make it happen because they're so incredibly grateful. Um, another one is in Rwanda where they had the genocide. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. With me, I have an amazing woman. She uh, has taken her family all around the world, doing volunteering, doing all kinds of interesting things. And uh, I believe her story is very inspiring, and I'm sure that you will find it so as well. Her name is Karen Dorfline. I hope that I'm pronouncing it right. She's a world changer, a speaker, an entrepreneur, an energy specialist, a world, world traveler, 
and a humanitarian. She is originally from Phoenix, Arizona, but she and her family has uh, traveled all around the world and even lived in all kinds of places. But I will let her tell you more about uh, what she's doing and what she did. And I think her story is fascinating and that, and I think that you will love it as well. Karen? Yes. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to be part of the podcast and I just want to thank you. I'm really grateful for what you are doing. Thank um, you. So my gratitude to you. And um, yeah, so my story is uh, I, I have had a lot of challenges like most people. I was a cardiac enchaminers and then I owned traditional companies and um, I got sick of living in the rat race of traditional business. So decided to make a shift in my career and we actually moved with our kids to Bali, Indonesia in 2014 and planned on a year, ended up being two years and we were able to take them to Cambodia, China, Philippines, Myanmar and also do work over in Africa. And I will tell you, just a life-changing, life-changing trip for all of us. And uh, I believe everybody, if you haven't already, to, to go experience third world countries and to see how other people live will give you a great appreciation for how most of us who are on this, listening to this podcast actually get to live. Exactly, exactly. And um, it's not quite the same situation uh, here in Romania, but um, it's one of the reasons why I think it's interesting that this, this podcast is made from Romania, which uh, is not as developed as the US or Australia or the UK. And I hope that this too will inspire you. If, if I can find reasons here to be grateful... <laughs> Surely you can find reasons to be grateful in uh, in the U.S., in Australia, in U.K., in other places that are better developed. But getting back to to you and your story, Karen, um, I I think that what you're doing and the fact that you are taking your kids on these kinds of adventures, let's say, is just amazing. And I think that it it has a great positive effect on them because. Uh, Kids usually, and I was the same uh, when I was uh, little, uh, tend to not appreciate uh, things too much. But when you see s such uh, diversity and such differences, I think that they they just have a, a great impact impact on them. But uh, yeah, I'm really curious if you if you've seen in in their um, their way of being the impact of these experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was interesting to see they're all very different personalities. Our kids are now 14, 12, and 9. And living in other countries, people don't have. And for my daughter, one of the biggest changes was she actually decided to become a vegetarian in Bali. And, you know, we don't realize in the United States... Um, I believe so many more people would be vegetarian if they actually knew what the whole processing of animals and dairy. And I didn't know a lot of it, especially with dairy. Uh, she decided to be a vegetarian. And when she had to be enrolled in her school this year, she had to fill out a questionnaire. And one of her 
answers was that she wanted to make a difference in the world. And I was like, this is a nine-year-old kid wanting to make a difference. Um, You know, my, my boys as well, you know, going to other countries and seeing kids on, on the street. We were in Myanmar staying at a beautiful hotel and walked out of the hotel and there were literally kids from the age of one and a half to about seven lying, sleeping on the streets outside of a four and a half star hotel. And my kids know anywhere we go, if I see something, I'm going to do something. So we end up at orphanages. We actually ended up at an orphanage there because I'm like, where can we take these kids? Um, And it's interesting because they, their acts on a daily basis are above, I believe, what most kids, how most kids in the U.S. at least would act because um, the U.S. is a very materialistic and uh, a lot of people are self-absorbed, not intentionally. It's just the way, the way we, the way a lot of people here are. So I, I'm grateful because my my kids, I believe, are much more aware uh, as to what other other people go through, and just their daily acts of being kind to people is a big deal to me. Totally, totally. And what I also wanted to to add that I forgot to add about you, Karen, is that you're always grateful, like. Um, I know that uh, you've held talks and uh, you also mentioned uh, <laughs> gratitude a lot. And um, I, I love the fact that I'm sure that so what, what we see on Facebook is the, are some, some amazing things, but it's just part of the story. Like I'm sure that it's not very easy uh, being a Westerner to, to, to be... Uh, in such countries because you might not have some things and uh, still being able to feel gratitude and to be grateful is, can be a challenge, right? Uh, good question. It's actually interesting. My, uh, one of my goals about eight, nine years ago was I said, I want to be able to stay at every four seasons resort in the world because I like the hotels. And uh, I think we've managed to stay at 34 Mm-hmm. And I would rather be sleeping on a mattress with minimal water, no hot water, helping get kids out of slavery in Ghana than staying at a Four Seasons resort. Now, I tell people, the the people who I've come in contact with in third world countries have done more for me than I can ever do for them. Wow. I, I literally call them my my soul trips. And I, you know, I tell people when you think of how you feel when you're able to give back or help people, it is an amazing feeling. So literally people in other countries have done more for me than I could ever do for them. Amazing. So, amazing. so no, I don't miss, I don't miss it. And it makes me realize coming back to the US, how little, you know, what we don't, what we don't need. And I, I really believe the more things people accumulate, uh, for a lot of people, the more unhappy they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, because that's an interesting. They're, yeah, they're they're focused on stuff, not mm-hmm. you know. I even I told my son who really likes cars. Um, you know, I said, "What happens if if a Bugatti, which could be a million dollar car, and a Honda get in a car accident? What's the most? What are people concerned about?" And it's about people's lives. Right now in the U.S., we have crazy things going on with hurricanes and tornadoes and 
earthquakes and Mexico and all these natural disasters, fires, at the end of the day, it's about people that matter. It's not about the things. Exactly, exactly. And I was thinking the same thing uh, these days about uh, these natural disasters because these get people back to to what's actually important, what we actually appreciate and what's really important in our life. And um, I think that one of the, even though it's it's really hard for them and I can imagine that it's not fun to, to experience this, but it gets them back to what really matters and what uh, they they truly appreciate and seeing that they have those things they can rebuild. When you have that, when you still have your life, when you still have your family, you can rebuild. And those external things are not as important. And you see that you can actually be happy in spite of them, like without them as well. Absolutely. And I've had friends and a lot of people and ourselves included because we went through a big financial um, loss um, in 2009. And I literally, I know so many people have gotten rid of so many material things and they are so much happier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting. People always think that when they will reach this goal and when they will have this uh, object, that will make them happy. But it's usually, uh, so I've been there and I'm not just talking about people because I'm talking about myself somehow. Um, I thought that that will bring happiness and everything will be great once I have that thing. And it just doesn't work that way. And that's why gratitude is so important. When you are grateful and when you appreciate things, when you get it, it's great. You appreciate it even more. But if you don't, it's it's as good. Absolutely. Yeah, and also what I'm really curious, if you have... Um, so you, you mentioned the fact that, uh, the, the people there that you met have taught you a lot and, uh, you feel that, um, they, they were even more generous with you. Um, can you tell us a, a few stories about, uh, these kinds of people? Because I'm, I'm really curious and I, I'm sure that our audience is, is as well. Yeah, absolutely. So in Rwanda and Uganda, we put in water wells in very remote areas where literally people... I mean, we're talking about kids and families who have to walk, whether it's a mile, three miles to get water uh, from where the livestock drink, like it is muddy, murky water. And sometimes it's literally like three inches deep. It's unbelievable. And when we put in these water wells, one well will service about 1500 people. When we go, when we go to do it or 1500 families, when we go to do a dedication, they have the, um, the chief of the village come and a lot of the family members and they are there wanting to give us uh, soda, juice, a chicken, all these things that cost them money. And yet they go out and they make it happen because they're so incredibly grateful. Um, Another one is in Rwanda where they had the genocide where almost a million people were killed. Um, We've, we work with a group out there where they unite, they bring together the survivors and the perpetrators. So literally people who, they bring together people who have killed another person's family. And 
they they actually bring them together by sharing a cow and the sense of gratitude from these people and seeing people being able to forgive mm. is another big thing forgiveness is 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 huge and that to me that 100% goes with gratitude because um you know when when we hear these stories of uh we had one woman where her all four of her kids were killed. She had a, this is in Rwanda with the genocide. Mm-hmm. She, had a, she had her baby tied to her back. The baby was shot. And here there's a man sitting next to her. This woman's telling the story. And after she got telling, done telling the story, he starts speaking. And it was at that moment that we realized he was the perpetrator who killed her family. Oh my God. And you know, when you're in situations like that, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the human spirit, the power of forgiveness and the power of people being grateful. This woman was grateful. She was still alive. She was grateful. She had a cow to share. She was grateful that she for, could forgive him and move on with her life, even though her entire family had been killed. So there's, so many, so many stories, working with kids, getting them out of slavery. Um, we had a situation where we rescued two twins and the, these kids were sold for about $50 a year. And the kids were about seven years old when we rescued them in uh, Ghana. And the mom didn't believe they were sold into slavery. So we had to get her on an 11 hour bus ride to come out. And when she saw how the kids had been treated. Um, she actually, she had 11 kids. She was grateful that the kids were rescued, but then she actually came back five, six weeks later and dropped off her little girl four instead of selling her into, into slavery. Mm-hmm. Grateful that there was somebody to be able to take care of her yeah. kids. She really couldn't. Amazing. Amazing. And this, this puts things into perspective. Like when you, when we think about our life and uh, I don't have children yet, but uh, our listeners might think about their children and uh, what, what they experience and what children in other parts of the world experience is such a big difference. And uh, yeah, in the U S in, in the developed countries, they are, uh, there is a high percentage of them being very safe and uh, well taken care of and everything. And here in, in these countries, you you have all kinds of situations like these that just just make you think a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I always tell people, you know, when I, when I look at situations and we were in um, Nepal after the I'm going to plug in my computer. We were in Nepal um, five weeks after the earthquake happened in 2015 and went to all of these remote areas. And it was amazing because we were there for to help people with medical care and bring supplies. And the people there were concerned about if we had lunch or if we had... And here, these were areas that were completely devastated, but they were so grateful that somebody people came out and actually took the time to care about them so i i always look at people's situations and think why am i in the position i'm in Mm -hmm. 
and not in the position there. And, and if I was in the position there and I would, I'd pray to God that somebody would help me if they could. Exactly. Exactly. And I think one way or another, uh, I, I like to, I like to think that God manifests um, himself through people, you know, and uh, it's up to us to, to feel that message, to hear that message and to, to do things, to pass it on or to do things like this. And uh, I'm sure that people seeing you there felt like uh, God has, has heard their prayers and uh, was able to, to send you and other people there to help them. And I think this is very beautiful because you think about the world uh, in a more beautiful way when, when you see that there are people like you doing things like this, that God and the universe actually cares about you and you're not left alone even in those kind of situations. And I think this is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So getting back to um, uh, gratitude, I'm really curious what gratitude means for you personally. What gratitude means for me, gosh, it's, uh, it's everything. I mean, I practice it literally every day. I, I believe if, if we are lucky enough to wake up, we don't know how much time any of us have, but there's a reason, you know, we're waking up the next day. There's because somebody's not, we can, if we can walk, if we can see other people can't. And I, I believe especially in the U.S. I'm from the U.S. I don't mean to keep saying the U.S., but so many people are so focused on what they don't have. Mm -hmm. And when, when you are truly focused on what you, what you do have, and I tell people, I don't care if you have a dollar, if you have $10,000, if you have a million dollars, whatever you're grateful for is going to compound, period. We, you know, so I, as far as gratitude, I... Uh, do a 20-minute meditation every morning. I do hot yoga uh, five to six days a week. And they say praying is when you talk to God and meditation is when you listen. Uh -huh. um, and I, and I, have a, I have a gratitude journal and I write down, you know, it might, be, it might be five things, it might be 20 things, but I write down things every single day that I'm grateful for. That's amazing. It's amazing. And uh, this, is, this is one of the things that I want to do with the podcast, to get people to have this habit because it's great. So it's easy to be grateful when things are going great and uh, something great has happened. And I'm so grateful that this happened. And it's truly a feeling of gratitude. But uh, having this as a habit, as you do, is is what I'm aiming for to, to get people to do. Because when you do do this, you, when something bad happens that uh, is, it isn't as easy to, to go through, you can, you can get to uh, overcome it much easier and get back to gratitude and happiness because it actually leads to happiness, you know? I mean, you, you actually know me even better than me probably. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it does. Um, you know, and I, it, it, gratitude is a, 
it's a feeling that you have. And when you have a feeling, not just a thought, but when it's a feeling, it is a hundred times more powerful than just a thought. And sometimes people will say to me, well, I'm grateful, but how do I feel that way? And I tell people, okay, well, maybe a start is if you think of people who have impacted you, or if you think of days in your life that whether it was when a child was born or whether whatever it was, and you start to write down those things or write a letter of gratitude to somebody, whoever it is, you you will have that that feeling. That feeling will automatically happen. Exactly, exactly. And I, lo- I love this idea uh, to think about a moment in time when you were very grateful. And uh, it's, for instance, when all, all the time when I, when I tell the story about my experience with the prayer and uh, the fact that it was answered, uh, when I think about it, I remember also the feeling. And it, it's just amazing. When you actually get to feel the feeling of gratitude, you feel it. And uh, yeah, there is a quote that I don't know from whom, but um, it says that it's the the purest of uh, human feelings. I don't know something like this, but I I should remember it. So it's uh, it's a very beautiful feeling that you can feel, and it's very different from actually from just saying that ah, I'm I'm grateful. No, it's it's much more, and like you said, it's one hundred times much more impactful than just saying the words. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, Karen, do you have a, a certain quote on gratitude that you like that inspires you? Oh my gosh! So I do. I have a lot. Okay, so I'll I'll tell you. <laughs> sure. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I have a lot. Um, so one from. Oprah, which I love, is be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And another one, that's Oprah. Another one is acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. That's Eckhart Tolle. I have like 40 of them here, but I'm only going to get this. (laughs) It's good. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it because... Otherwise, we would only have quotes in this episode. <laughs> Good. So, uh, why why did you choose the two and not the other forty? Uh, actually, that's a good question. So, Eckhart Tolle, I I am a student of his work, and Oprah Winfrey, she with what she's doing now with her Super Soul Sunday, she has a new program. She said that everything she's ever done from the Oprah show to everything is for her to be able to have Super Soul Sunday and raise the consciousness of people. And I'm actually, I'm sending a package off to her tomorrow. Wow. That's awesome. And I'm going to send you one too. Wow. (laughs) It's called the tree of life. You'll get, it's, it'll be a gift from me amazing thank you thank you i really appreciate it absolutely (laughs) it's so cool good question by the way uh i know that you've uh, you have all kinds of pictures with uh, celebrities and (laughs) um how did you how did you get to meet all these famous people like uh uh, i don't know all kinds of huge celebrities (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably the one most asked is about johnny depp 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Johnny Depp and Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper's a rock star. Um, Johnny Depp actually does charity work with Alice Cooper. He supports a charity, and I support Maybe. Alice Cooper's charity. So Johnny Depp is out here, um, usually in December's in Phoenix. So I go to their events, and usually I get I'm backstage usually, so I get to see and hang out with whoever's back there. Um, and you know, through I just I, my parents were big on charity work, and there are a lot of people who give back. So literally charities, and I had also clients with one of my other companies where I had a lot of high-end people that's amazing that's amazing so we, uh, for our listeners if you want to meet celebrities <laughs> practice give gratitude, back, give back <laughs> and uh, donate you, donate you, your time or whatever it is donate your time something yeah yeah and i, I love that uh, you mentioned that you also do volunteering here so uh, probably you're donating money but also you're do- donating your time which i find really amazing because some people do amazing things with their money the fact that they are donating money but uh donating time is a whole new experience right yeah it's um it is it's great you need money to be able to do things and to build shelters and but um i was at a point where for years i would be on committees and boards and one day i said i don't i don't care what color the invitation or the napkin is for a $5,000 table for a charity event. My whole purpose was to be working directly with whoever we could impact and that it was a charity, but it wasn't where my heart was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I love it. I love it. And it's interesting so the, the impact that you that it has on you is is just amazing. I know that a friend of mine has went to uh, India, and even though Romania isn't the richest country, uh, when he got back, he he as well he appreciated what we have here much much more, and was amazed by the the, the situation uh, in in which the people were living and. <laughs> Funnily enough, they were friendly. They were they were grateful. They they were great people. Other than that, and that's quite interesting. Yeah, we are all we're we're all one, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm really curious. What do you do when it's hard to be grateful? I'm sure that you're a human being like uh, us, and that you have your not so good days, or you have challenges of uh, sort. And I'm sure that. Um, yeah, these things happen and, uh, I'm really curious, what do you do when it's hard to be grateful? Good question. So in, in 2009, we had a major, major economic fall with our businesses, everything. And, um, we, we ended up losing over $10 million and had to sell or get rid of everything we had our house included and um, move into one of my dad's places. And people said, well, how did you deal with all that? How did you? And I said, you know what? Money and things you can always get back or you could make money again. And literally from that time, I focused on, I was grateful my kids were healthy. I was not in a cancer ward with my kids. 
my marriage stayed intact. Most of my friends got divorced over money. And I looked at, honestly, for me, it's really easy to be grateful for now. And I, I truly believe everything we go through is for a reason. Everything. And I've been through hard things. I've been through, uh, I'm a survivor of uh, uh, sexual abuse. I've been through multiple things. And mm-hmm. I believe what we go through makes us be able to connect with people more. And I just, I'm, I'm grateful. I do, you know what? Yoga is my yoga. And if I really feel in a bad mood, I'll go to a movie, but it's really not, I don't get upset like I used to. I don't, Mm -hmm. I just don't. Yeah. And I think this is, um, at least in part because you, you have cultivated gratitude as a habit. And that's what, what I'm always saying that once you do have that, when things come up, um, because you have a, a, a habit to be positive, to be grateful, it's so much easier to get back on track. Even though you have uh, valleys, you, it's easier to get back on, on the positive side because you are used to always seeing the, the beautiful things, the, the things that you are grateful for. And I think this is, this is great that you, that you mentioned this and um, the fact that everything happens for a reason. Yeah, totally. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, we don't yeah. know why. It and also does. the fact that we can we can um, be more empathic with people when we've been through all kinds of experiences. If we only had uh, positive experiences all our life, we wouldn't be able to understand anyone and their, their experiences. So um, have you been grateful for all of your life? Like, did you at one point uh, have an experience that uh, has gotten you to be grateful to experience gratitude on a personal level and actually feel it, not just know about the word, but actually experience? Yeah, I, um, yeah, when I was um, 16 years old, I had a, uh, I had a brother who was killed and he was hit by a car on my, on my bicycle. And I, I felt for a very long time, I felt like it was my fault for a number of different reasons. And, um, uh, you know, with that, I would say I was for how my parents handled everything for how I was never blamed. I was the only person who blamed myself um it it taught me a lot of lessons about forgiveness and about just being grateful for life because like i said we don't know you know so many of us live like we have all the time in the world but we don't know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so literally with me from that point on i never thought i'd lose a younger sibling um i and that i i, I believe has made me grateful just to be grateful every day if i wake up I'm breathing. I'm grateful because when you lose somebody who I know a lot of us have, but you know, especially a immediate family member, it's a different, makes you think about life differently, especially when it's a younger sibling. So totally, totally. Oh, 
So um, what I also wanted to, to ask you is before you, uh, you were, uh, so before being 16 and having that experience, um, what would you tell your younger self about gratitude? Like when you were even younger than that, what would you tell um, Karen that's, I don't know, 15 or 14 uh, about gratitude? Yeah. Yeah, my younger self. You know what? I'm. I'm gonna say I'm. I'm very grateful. The way I was brought up, my parents did so much giving back, and I saw from them from an early age. They, I'm one of six kids. Two they adopted. Uh, one summer we had eleven kids in our house. Wow. They took in, they took in foster care kids, kids who were hard to place, who needed temporary placement. I, I saw my parents give so much of themselves. And so when I saw these other kids come into our household and I knew stories where, whether they had been abused or I was just great. I was literally grateful from an early age, just Mm -hmm. being exposed to that. So I would say to my younger self, um, hmm. Or to to people to uh, the, the younger people that are listening to us, what would you tell them about gratitude? I would say it's one of the most powerful forces, if not the most powerful force, the most powerful feeling that you can cultivate. And when you are truly in tune with who you are and why you're here, and you start putting practice a practice of gratitude into place that is authentic, you will be literally your life and yourself. You will be in transform. You will be transformed in different ways that, you know, they're going to be different for all of us. But I would say to each of you, um, if you start practicing gratitude, whether it's, you know, like I said earlier, writing things down or a journal, or when you focus on what you're grateful for, you will absolutely see a shift in your life. Awesome. Thank you. Um, also, do you have a few people that uh, you would like to mention that you're very grateful for that have impacted your life? Yeah, absolutely. Number one, my parents. Absolutely. They are my uh, my biggest influence, period. Um, also, uh, a gentleman named Vishen Lakiani from Mind Valley. He's out of, do you know who he is? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. He is uh, Tony Robbins, John Maxwell. Just honestly, I believe everybody who's come into my life has taught me a lesson. So I'm just, I'm grateful for the good and the bad lessons that I've been taught. <laughs> mm-hmm. And probably the people that you've met in, uh, in Africa. In, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. All right. So um, do you have a book recommendation for, for our listeners, by the way? A book, yeah. Um, uh, gosh, a couple. I would say Go-Givers, Sell More. It's all about giving back. Um, the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robert Robin Sharma. And, uh, I mean, Think and Grow Rich and How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's just all about people. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the the power, the book, the power by Rhonda Burns is mm-hmm. all about gratitude. And so the the power and the uh, the secret. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. It's about gratitude. Awesome. Awesome. Was, Thank you so much. You're welcome. So um, where can people find you? Where can people see your work? Yeah. Uh, uh, can people get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty easy to find on Facebook. Uh, just my name, Karen Dorfline, and it's Karen, K-A-R-E-N. I'm on uh, Instagram, just my my name. I think there's only one Karen Dorfline to date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for your time and for being here with us. I absolutely loved uh, our interview and uh, I hope that you felt great as well. <laughs> thank you. I absolutely do. And thank you so much for your for your time, for your heart, for your spirit i'm grateful to i'm grateful to be a, a part of this and i want to just thank you for what you're doing and all the lives you're changing thank you so much i, I really appreciate it <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome thank you for listening to our weekly podcast Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for The Gratitude Podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.